This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 602 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan on this Taco Tuesday. Ed Norris, Rob Long, Jeremy Kahn. Jeremy, look like an old man them glasses, man. Sorry. Wait on the tip of your nose like that. Because I... I can look at you above and see, you know, I'm farsighted. No, I thought it just didn't fit over your ears. No, it has nothing to do with that. Uh, can they fit over your ears? Let yeah. me see. Let me see. They're over my ears. Let me see. No, all the way back. They're really kind of To the, the back of your ears. ears. No, hold see. on. I got a Let headset on. Let me see. Well, I got a headset on. Ed has a headset on. I was all the way back. Let me see them go all the way back. What? Look at him, Ed. You see? Are you bonded, Ed? <laughs> I ain't bought it. What are you talking about? Here, look. <laughs> look. Let me put my glasses all the way up behind my ears. There you go. God, I don't wear them all the way up. Now your eyeball, your eyelash is scratching the fucking lenses. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I have long eyelashes. Nothing, nothing. <laughs> How do you think I accent these bedroom blues with my long eyelashes? I know. When you don't have much to work with, this is what you go to. One thing. Yes. That's all you need. <laughs> One thing. <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy's like Why didn't I call out this morning? <laughs> I just want to say that Why me already Hey Jeremy What's my favorite day of the week Other than Friday Thursday Ta- Eve baby Taco Tuesday No oh. Thursday Eve is Edge though oh, sorry. I'm Taco Tuesday TGIF kind of I'm a Taco Tuesday kind of guy Yeah tacos Tacos are good on Tuesday I mean tacos are good anytime Whoever coined that was a genius LeBron was, James. Yeah, remember was when it? he tried to get the trade I, mean, I know he was credited with it He didn't coin it. it But he, he tried didn't to get the it, but He, did, he made it pretty popular though Yeah it's like, it's like everywhere. He made it pretty popular. He didn't go in it, but he made it pretty popular. I th- I thought he it was vi- way popular before that. But he went viral on social media. He kind of made it a thing. LeBron and I'm not James. a LeBron. I'm not a LeBron James guy. So I just remember talking about it. Like, why is he acting like he just made this a thing when everybody's been? Has it been something? New Jersey that- is the only place that it's still copyrighted. Really, forty nine state. Yeah, because Taco Bell had this whole thing where they wanted to. They were saying you can't talk. You can't taco right. You can't copyright Taco Tuesday. So it says there. They actually have, they have a thing on their website about Taco Tuesday, which it's kind of irritating. Like even the stuff that Prime's doing out in Colorado, like Dion's already tried to copyright like twelve different phrases. There's already phrases. I mean, just some of it's just like. By the way, still going strong, still going strong. Never been to Taco Bell. Really? I've never eaten from Taco Bell in your life. In my life. Wow. It was a thing. It was a thing that came up early in radio with Ray Bachman mm-hmm. when I was at NST, and I said, "I never eat that Taco Bell." So then, like you know me, I'm now I'm dug in. I'm never gonna eat that Taco Bell. 
Just because. <laughs> I'm dug in now. I mean, we used to take the kids after practice. After, if they win a game, it was a Taco Bell near the field we played. There's another really? fast food place <laughs> yeah. I never ate. We just take the kids there. So another fast food place I've never eaten. The Wendy's or Burger King? No, not, not, a, not a very popular one. one it has a commercial. Arby's. Yeah. I've never eaten at Arby's. They've got oh, the meats. Arby's is good. they got the meats. I guarantee I'm, you've eaten at Arby's. And cheese. So Taco Bell. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I just said I guarantee he's eating. <laughs> We've got the meats. You know that's Ving Rhames doing that? Yes. Yeah. It is? Yeah. There's a lot of like little things we didn't know, like of some of the voiceover work that's been done. Like even when we were talking about Leah Schreiber doing the I had no idea. I didn't know it was him either hard until knocks. like when you said it and doing I'm like what? doing hard knocks. He's been the voice of hard knocks forever. I had no idea. Oh yeah. Yep. He's got a good voice though. What he in Ghost? I mean, not a Ghost. Um, uh, Scream. It was Ray yeah. Donovan. What is Scream? Ray Donovan. That's when you realize though. When yeah. Scream, you realize he had a really yeah. good voice, good speaking voice. Yeah, Ray Donovan was awesome. Oh yeah, one of, best shit, one of the best shows yeah. ever. Did that become a movie? Yeah. Or they thought about they did a is, spinoff movie. From is it in the theater? No, I thought it would put that it in went the right, theater right out to HBO Max. And by the way, Max last night did they have the Phillies game? Mm-hmm. And what the hell is no. going on? Showtime. Whatever Showtime. I thought it was Max. Was it Max? Yeah, because when I went into right. Max, I saw something about Phillies Braves, and I'm going, what the hell is going on? Yeah. I, I guess, the, I guess That was a hell of a game, by the way. Oh, my gosh. That was a hell of a game. Same thing happened. You know, the Braves are the first team that won 100 or more games to win a game in the postseason. You mean this season, yeah. This year. Yeah. So Orioles, Joe, Orioles have not Dodgers done it. Dodgers it. are old, old yeah. too. Joe just said it. Uh, Bleacher Report uh, sports are on uh, Max, so that's why they had it. I wonder who called the game. Uh, maybe I should just check it out and see next time. <laughs> I mean, they're on all the different apps. Like, sometimes I'm scrolling through something, and I'm like, what, what the hell? Is-? More reason why cable is unnecessary. True. <laughs> I saw a, I saw a direct TV commercial yesterday, and I'm like, they were, like, talking about all the football games. And I'm going, what are they selling now? <laughs> well, if, if here's the deal. There was a lawsuit. If you re-up DirecTV net last year before the new thing came in with uh, YouTube, mm-hmm. you they have to show it one more year. So okay. you can have either YouTube or DirecTV NFL ticket. Okay. Because some people re-upped it last year. They're not giving you your money back. Or AT&T did the old okey-doke like they tried with me. Yeah. So, they tried to get me to uh, get DirecTV. Yeah. So what DirecTV did really was save themselves, bought themselves a year. And then this year, you know, they're going to try to do something to keep the package somehow. Uh, the lots of bars still have the Sunday ticket through yes. Direct TV because they re up last year. Mm-hmm. That's a, uh, Direct TV is like basically look. I mean, we're not giving money back. Mm-hmm. That's not what we're doing. NFL, you owe them the money back because you broke the deal. Yeah. So they have to have the right to show again one more year. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the Fan Monday Night Football game last night. Um, no, I did not have anything in the first hour about Monday Night Football. You know why? Because I knew it was going to be something like we saw last night. Who wants to talk about that, really? Well, is that a keep it moving game, Jeremy? For me, it is. But I look, we can get into it if you want. It's, oh my gosh! It's, I it's, mean, I'd rather talk baseball uh, today. And, Jordan loves six interceptions in the last three games. What do you want to talk about? You want to talk about last night's game? Football game? Yeah. Not particularly. I didn't think oh. so. Well, why are you, you looking about the, all astute? Why are your hand like? Look, look at his hand. Because it's hockey season. And he's That's in the studio. What he wants it's to hot. Talk about. Well, drop the puck tonight. A triple header. Ed gets to watch he the is lightning. Being triple header. He gets to watch the lightning at five thirty, and then watch the Orioles. I like them apples. Yeah, apples, all right. 
<laughs> What's up with you, Liz? Your hands are folded like this. My hands hurt. I have to tell you? Yeah, you do. I'm, just I'm in a lot of pain. Are you? Yes. So I'm well, then... squeezing my right hand with my left hand because it hurts so much. And then now I feel bad. <laughs> it's like, that's why I'm sitting like this. See? Shouldn't let me talk. I try not to. Yeah. I just dug you a just, hole. You just jump in. You know, you just. Yeah, had arthritis. I don't want to work anymore because I'm not the one that's in the most pain. How is it like Ed's past me now in, in the pain? Well, he department. has the right to pass you in pain department. He's had more birthdays than you. More birthdays, more accidents, more everything. You is, you have injuries for no reason. You play flag football. <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> My flag football injury. Like you I know, just, we're around pro athletes. They're talking real injuries, Joe. He told you, yeah, once this guy pulled my flag and I twisted my ankle. <laughs> that ain't never happened. I had one time a guy pulled my flag and the flag went over like my skin, like my shirt had come up. Uh-huh. And it gave me rope burn around my waist. Whew, buddy, man, that hurt for weeks. See what I mean? Weeks. See what I mean? Could you imagine or- putting pants on when you got a rope burn around your waist? Man. Well, I don't get any of those stories. He's got rope burn everywhere. <laughs> oh, the face of the elimination tonight against Texas. We'll talk about that at 630. But on the other side, so you think Lamar Jackson had a so-so week? There's someone out there who grades quarterbacks and other players who would disagree with you strongly. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. So the image that we remember in the Ravens' 17-10 loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers was Lamar Jackson throwing an interception in the end zone to ultimately kill their final drive. Ravens lose. But the entire game, we tend to forget the seven drop passes in that game that played in his numbers as well. And pro football focus did not forget that. Pro Football Focus graded Lamar Jackson week five, the number one quarterback in the NFL. Jeremy Conn with a 94.6 rating ahead of Jared Goff, Josh Allen, Desmond Ritter, and Daniel Jones. Your thoughts on that? Ugh, those names that were up top. <laughs> but, but um, no, I mean, look, Lamar actually, outside of that interception, uh, he had a good game. I mean, the interception is really what stands out at the end of mm-hmm. it. I mean, he was one of the highest, if not the highest rating, depending on what you're looking at for QBR, QB rating in, in the league this week. So, I mean, I, I was watching. Where's, let, me, let me look up the numbers here of what I had. Uh, there were some people that were posting numbers just going over all the different things that Lamar had done this weekend and where he stood. And it was just funny to hear people like, oh, he was terrible this week. He wasn't. Seven drop passes. Yeah. At least two for touchdowns. You could argue a third. Yeah, you could argue a third. You know, I mean the Aguilar thing—he's running, he's running free. Yeah, it looked a lot like the touchdown pass that the Steelers caught against Marlon Humphrey. Yes, <laughs> almost identical, yes. except for the catch. Yeah, the catch, the catch spot was very, yeah. very critical of it. Yeah, but I mean Lamar was—I mean, look—the only reason I said that he deserved some of the blame is you just can't throw that interception, throw the interception. In, that, in that moment. I and, agree, and like. You know, I, I know a lot of people are going to be critical of him and sit here and criticize him, and there's a bunch of people that want to see him fail. I don't get it, man. Like, he's fun to watch. And I, I admit, there are times you're watching, you're going, oh, what was that? But, like, those are few and far between now 
with all the wow plays. And people are telling us we can't forget the interception. We don't. But to those people, you can't forget the drops either. There were seven of those. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the interception was terrible. It was a total brain cramp on his part. You don't do that. But it happens. Sadly, it does happen. But, I mean, you can't. If you had those seven drop passes, if you had back a couple of them, three were touchdowns. You stick it a knee. Instead of throwing the interceptions, he's taking yeah. it. There would have been up three touchdowns. Bate moves in the end zone. Andrews was, and Aguilar had nobody in front of him. Here's what, it was green in front of him. Here's what his numbers would have been without the drops, like if they're all caught. And I know it's like not – and you can't add in – this is what I found yesterday. You can't add in yards after the catch because you just can't assume it. But, well, well, two of them were in the end zone. so that, Well, the one, Aguilar's running after yeah. the catch, but you can't assume it, okay? 29 of 38, 353, and two touchdowns. Right. At a minimum, that's what it would have been with zero drops. Now, you can't assume that all the drops are going to be caught, but like. But the Ravens had no drops by receivers going into the game, though. So you can almost assume that. Those were exceptionally bad (laughs) drops, though. These weren't like, well, you get paid to make that catch. No, I could have made that catch. The one to Bateman hit him in the chest. I mean, that was just awful. You know what he did? He saw the defender. If you watch, he saw the defender in front of him, Mm -hmm. and he looked down as he went to catch it. Yep. And then just dropped it. And it's something. God, that probably happens all the time. Flag football for you, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> You're son of a man. You know what? But, uh, it? No, it probably happens more times than you realize. It's just not in the end zone, so we don't talk about it yeah. as much. But um, but yeah, he and you don't have five more after that. Yeah, that's the problem. If you just have that one and the rest of them, then that disappears. But the fact that the team hit five after that—that was number two, right? The second drop was that? Yeah. And if you take away, like, just take away half the drops or more than half the drops. If three of them are caught, they're probably winning the game. I mean, it's just, it's unreal to think about, like, what transpired and what went wrong in that game. And I was telling you guys, Greg Rosenthal, two of his top three losses this year, Ravens against the Colts, Ravens against the Steelers. He's like, they're the worst losses I've seen this year of teams that had no business losing the game. Jeremy, you said something earlier, and, and I want to throw this to Ed because you said this several times, and I, I never got Ed's take on this. Ed, Jeremy said several times there are people who root for him to fail. Do you believe that? Oh, sure. 100%. Yes. That's more of I want to be right. Yeah. Um, and it's also hatred. I mean, it just flat out. Like, there are just people that – they don't. I don't like this style. I want the upright running quarterback or upright throwing quarterback, not the guy that's going to go out and run. But the league's changing. So, I mean, it's adapt and get on board. Or, look, I think when you have Caleb Williams next year, he's going to be more of that prototypical number one overall quarterback standing in the pocket, more like Pat Mahomes. But, you're but they have, both can run. Think about it. Yeah. Caleb Williams and Pat Mahomes 20 years ago are considered running quarterbacks. Yes. They're not now because of the era of running quarterbacks. Because we have guys that rush for 1,000 yards a year at that right. position. Yeah. So, I – I mean, it sucks. Like, look, I'm the first guy that wants to tell you he wants to be right all the time. Picking games, you want to be right, but you're not going to be right all. I just don't know why. Like, I didn't think Lamar was going to be this good, um, and I thought the after the first year with the Ravens, I thought he was going to struggle. But when I watch year two, it's like, okay, there's something. I see something, something. there. It's okay. You're you're wrong. Just say you're wrong and then move on. But like, there's so many people that trash Lamar all the time. Like, trash him when he deserves it. But when you do it all the like people are trashing him from this last week's game, and he didn't have a bad game. He threw one bad interception. He had the best game of any quarterback statistically when you go and look at it this past weekend. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Bottom was Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. I'm, I'm with both of you. I mean, I hear it all the time. I was um I went out to eat last night. Oh, the salmon was unbelievable. And Taco Bell's got salmon? No. 
and the guys behind me, you ever just want to put your fork down, turn around, something, tell somebody, yes. shut up. <laughs> just, dude, just stop talking. Stop talking. We were out eating the other night, and then a guy was like, I don't want to complain, but here's what I'm going to complain about. No, 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 I'm not looking for anything. I just want to let you know everything went wrong. I mean, yeah, he, this guy but was from it all. Brandon Hyde. Is, they're never going to win with Brandon Hyde because he's a moron to the Ravens. Then, you know, they're never going to win with Lamar Jackson because, it's like, dude, just shut up. <laughs> Seriously. And it was just a non-factual stuff. It's easy to say something's never going to happen when it hasn't happened. You know? Yeah. It hasn't I mean, happened, so it's easy to say that. It's never yeah. going to happen. Okay. 410-583-1057. That's the number. We're taking shovels at 7 o'clock. Don't go anywhere. Wait for that. But on the other side, the birds. The Orioles are facing elimination tonight against the Rangers. If they lose tonight, would the season have been a success? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. I feel like we played really well on the road this year. We kind of had our backs up against the wall before where we're, I feel like we needed some must-win games, and and uh, we're in that situation right now, unfortunately. But we feel good about I feel good about our club. I think we're going to play good baseball here. And um, you know, it starts with Dean tomorrow. Hopefully Dean can give us a good start and get us on the right track. Yes, let's hope Dean tonight gets them on the right track. We shall see. He gets the start against the Texas Rangers. Birds facing elimination. Bottom line is this. They've got to win three games in a row. They've done that several times this year. They can do it now. However, Ed, and I hate talking about this, but we have to. Got to bring it up. If the season's over tonight, are you talking about a successful season tomorrow? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is, you're talking about a team that they won 101 games. They come back from losing 110 a few years ago. They have a great season. They're the best team in the American League. If the season ends tonight, it'll suck. It'll be very disappointing. However, <laughs> baseball is a streaky game of series, and it's it can happen. It happens. It seems like it happens every year. So I wouldn't be, you know, I certainly wouldn't be surprised. I mean, does it, when's the last time the top seeds went to the World Series? Mm. Yeah. I think it happened. Re- well, I know it just happened in the last NFL. year. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Jeremy, last night, the first team with 100 or more wins won a playoff game uh, with the uh, Braves coming back to win. I think the Orioles uh, extend this series tonight, but if they don't, are we talking about a successful 2023 season tomorrow? No, Ed was wrong. No, it is. Of course it's a successful season. I mean, look what their win total was at the beginning of the year. I know expectations change. We're all living in the moment. We're going to be pissed tomorrow if it ends. We'll be pissed on Whatever, Thursday, like whenever this ends, if it ends, and it's not a World Series, you're going to be angry. Even if you get there, you're going to be angry in the moment. And then you look back on it and you go, that was a pretty cool year that we had. Like, don't people still look back on some of the other years that didn't finish the way that you wanted? How did you feel in the moment when you were trying to beat Milwaukee to get in? Or how did you feel in the moment of, the, you know, like there's all these different series you could go back on, the Jeffrey Mayer series. But and see, all this. to me, the Milwaukee season wasn't a successful season. Because you didn't get to the playoffs. But that's fine. I mean, you can call it that. But, like, the playoff format was different then. You got, you got all these teams getting it in It wasn't different at the time. I didn't know it. You should have. <laughs> I know you were getting information from the Orioles well before they hired you. So, like, I mean, the point being is, like, you have to look at this and know you're in a rebuild and you got there sooner. You got there sooner than what, you, what was expected. So now this window is open for a longer period of time. I just got this stat from Joe, Ed. Mm-hmm. Top seeds have played one another in the World Series 14 times. 
in the last 51 years. That's what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> when, do coming. you know the last time it happened? Uh, <laughs> did you have that in front of you? COVID year. <clears throat> oh, okay. Dodgers and the Rays. Yep. And that before that, it was 13. That doesn't count. I mean, it still counts. That doesn't count. It has to, because if not, then the Dodgers ain't one squat. <laughs> Neither had the Lakers. <laughs> well, I, you know, it, like I was thinking about that last night because somebody was joking. It said with one swing of the bat by Austin Riley, all of a sudden the playoff format doesn't need to change now. I mean, you got the Dodgers and the Orioles, the Orioles who won over 100 games down 0-2 after the long layoff. You had the Braves complaining about the long layoff, especially, I don't know if you heard Snicker yesterday during the game. He was talking about, like, Max Freed. He hadn't pitched in 18 days. What do you want him to Whose do? Whose fault is that? Well, they, that's their fault. That's that's fine. You know what I mean? He hadn't pitched in three. And I was just about to say that. Didn't, didn't, don't you, have your pitcher come in. Last I checked, didn't the Orioles let Braddish throw Sunday? Innings. Yeah. Came in, pitched two innings. Braddish looked like he was ready to play playoffs. I don't – when I look at the, the Orioles game on Saturday, they had nothing to do with the long layoff. Nothing. And I no, and I'm just saying. But like the point was with the postseason, you had all the top seeds going. Well, like the Astros are one one. I screwed that up yesterday. I don't know why I thought that they were down two zero. The um, the Dodgers now down two zero. The Orioles are down two zero, and it's one one in the other series. Could have easily been two zero. Phillies and then all of a sudden everybody was like, oh, wait a minute, are we really going to have a ALCS of Texas and Minnesota or possibly? And then on the flip side, it's going to be Arizona and Philly. Like that—that's how people were were talking on social media that this needs to change. And then Austin Riley hits a home run. And it's like, well, wait a minute, this might be okay. Well, I guarantee if you talk to the players that are getting the long rest, they're not telling you that. The players go to Orioles clubhouse and ask them what they take, would they change anything about the rest, and they're probably going to tell you no. We're rested. We we needed a rest. I, I just don't. I, I think people always look for a reason. You got hot teams. Teams are hot. That's what happens. That's what happens? It does. They, they get hot at the right time. The Mets won 100 games last year. They played in the wild card game. They got eliminated. Mm-hmm. They didn't have a rest. No. <laughs> they won 100 games in the regular season. They were a juggernaut. Yeah, they just they ran into a hot Padres team who ran into a hotter Philadelphia Phillies team. Yeah. That's all it is. I, who I just, were like the last, weren't they the lower seeded team, Phillies? Yeah, yeah, I think they were. Yeah, yeah just, I mean, teams get hot in the postseason, man. 410-583-1057, that's the number. Bottom was Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Want to hear from you. Uh, Orioles face elimination tonight. I think they extend this thing. You think they extend this thing, Jeremy, tonight? Yeah, I do. I think they I win do tonight. Too. Yeah. yeah, I do. I honestly think they're bringing it back to Baltimore. And, and I, this isn't Ooh. the naive. It's going goosebumps. This isn't the naive, like, just mm-hmm. looking at the numbers. If they're really going to bring Max Scherzer back for game four, mm-hmm. he didn't look good when Go he ahead. was healthy. Go ahead. Go ahead. Absolutely. Go ahead. Please. I, and I'm telling you, like, the Rangers' bullpen is utter garbage. Okay, so if you can get into weakness. that bullpen, yeah, you can. You win. You win this. This. Uh, well, I shouldn't say it's. Is Scherzer on a playoff roster? You got. I got to. Somebody was telling me he was. They were talking about pitching him tomorrow. So is, does Scherzer make the roster? I didn't. I thought he didn't because I said the same thing before. And hold on, I'm trying to find it right but now. But depending on who they want to start in right. Game Four, if it's somebody, he's on, not. On, he's not. He's on not the roster. All right, so then he can't pitch the series. All right. The the point being, Rob, is like no matter who they bring in in Game Four, is it going to be Dane Dunning? Is it is it Martin Perez? Are they going with another bullpen game? Is somebody pitching on short rest? Because if so, that pressure is solely reverting back there. And you come back to Baltimore, and it's got to be Jordan Montgomery or somebody else on short rest. Mm-hmm. They're they're a live dog. You just you got to win tonight to present the rest of it the way that it can set up. It sets up for you in your and, favor. And then the Orioles because you get Brad, you you should get Braddish Game Five. Or game yeah, five? you'll get Braddish Game Five. 
So what do you and get game Gibson four? Will be game four is what my assumption will be, unless they decide to go another route that we're not thinking of. Because you still a have bull, clarity bull, if something goes wrong. A bullpen game? Could be. Game four? Could, could be. I mean, look. In, in, in their situation, a bullpen game is not the worst thing that could happen no. in game four. Well, no. with, with who they have available, it's not the worst thing. No. So, again, the total. And, that, and that, all you got to do is get to one of their starters because their bullpen sucks. Yeah. So, I mean, they rely on having their starters go beyond where they should sometimes because they know the bullpen's weak. So, if you can get them out in four innings or something, it's a different ball. Andrew Haney would they, come back for, for probably game five where they would go to Jordan Montgomery in a closeout. And in my assumption is Haney might actually pitch game four in some capacity. Well, I think the Orioles actually exposed, like, exposed that bullpen on Sunday. Saturday, not so much. On yeah. Sunday, they did. The other thing you got to think about is Grayson didn't go deep into the game. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking about that. So I you, didn't know how that mm-hmm. would. I was trying to hear that before I said it. Yeah. Because he didn't. He wasn't as successful. Because you could probably get a couple of innings out of him, one or two on on an off day, yeah, or if you need him to go deeper. Yeah. I mean, there's always that possibility. So it starts with tonight. There's nothing else with to. You know, if you can't get it done tonight, you're screwed. And by the way, Nathan Avaldi is a guy. The only good start he had in the past six weeks was that one, the one against the Rays. Yeah. He has not. He had an ERA over six in September. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. We want to hear from you. We're pumped up about tonight's game three. However, if the Birds fall short of the ALCS, was it a successful twenty twenty three season? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Kramer's pitched in uh, tight situations before, high leverage situations before. And they can't get more high leverage than tonight as the Orioles face elimination against the uh, Texas Rangers in Arlington, 8 o'clock tonight. And uh, coverage starts right here on 1057 The Fan at 6 p.m. with Baltimore baseball tonight. So we got you covered. Birds face elimination. Even though we all believe, I'm with Jeremy, I don't know about you, Ed, I think this thing comes back to Baltimore. I do, too. I don't doubt it. I don't think they're getting eliminated tonight. I think they win. They've won three games in a row 16 times this year. And having and they're great on the road. Yeah. Having said that, uh, if this is the end for the uh, Baltimore Orioles tonight, are we talking about a successful season tomorrow? Marquise in Baltimore. What's up, Marquise? Good morning, fellas. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, man? First of all, I, I agree with you. I think it get back to Baltimore because we're a great road team. To, if we if we you know want it done today, I say this was a successful season because we outdid our expectations. I thought we would be just fighting for the wild card, the last wild card, by you know being as the division and the competition we had in the AL conference. So yeah, I do agree this would have been a successful season if we do you know get knocked out. But I say we get it back to Baltimore. Hey, thanks a lot, Marquise. And I only remember this because Ed and I agreed on this. We talked about it being maybe a number three wild card spot this year. For that was, was, yeah, I predicted them have eighty, I think eighty nine wins and yeah. fight for a wild card. And and here they are, the number one seed in the American League. Kevin in Ellicott City, what's up, Kevin? What's good, fellas? How you doing? Doing good. well. How are you, man? Doing good, my man. I'm pumped up for tonight. This has been a long season that we've all enjoyed. I think the regular season was a huge success. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Um. I'd like to see us improve, obviously, our postseason success. But uh, I'm super pumped up, man. I hope we fight back. And honestly, I hope history repeats itself back to 2015. I believe Jeremy said it. But the last time a team was down 0-2 
and came back was the Blue Jays against the Rangers. So hopefully that little bit comes back to haunt them and pays us off. Plus, so I'm excited. Plus the other part of this that's really upsetting is that the Rangers have been getting ready for games by listening to Creed. <laughs> Did you hear this show? This is all over social media. I'm not going to throw shade on Creed. So. Oh, my goodness. Are you serious? Don't take me higher, man. You know what? When you're right, you're right. You're building my own prison right oh, now. Oh, sorry. Uh, it was, uh, sorry, it was the Yankees came back from an 0-2 deficit in 2017. Against the Rangers? Uh, the Guardians. 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 Yeah. It's the last one. There's been 10 teams that have done that in baseball history. Let's, do my, let's go to Mike and Frederick. What's up, Mike? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good morning. Hello, how are you? Thank you for taking my call. Thank you for calling. I'm doing well. Um, so I just want to get on and talk about Brandon Hyde. He's done a great job all season, but I definitely think his experience in the postseason showed this weekend. The atmosphere is absolutely electric. And you got a scuffling offense. And on Sunday, you go out and Grayson just didn't have it. Got to pull that quick hook. We got guys in there like Flaherty who were supposed to be added to the roster to have those long those long outings. And he's sitting. So I, I just don't understand what Brandon was doing on Sunday. Let your guys get down 5-2 five, uh, five in the bottom of the first. And just, I don't understand. But who, was he, who, did, who, did, who, did you want him, who did you want him to go to early? He said that's why he not that I particularly enjoy Flaherty, but Flaherty's not been good. Flaherty hadn't been good. How you? Well, I, I agree with what he's saying that like, but I did shortly thereafter. After like, you're right. trying to give him a chance to kind of. How many times does a pitcher struggle initially and then find it? I mean, good pitchers do that. We've seen that where they have that one bad inning. But now we're in the postseason yeah. where it's like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. The only time you are going to be right is if it works out in your favor. Yeah, he yanked him in the second. Yeah. You can't pull on much earlier than that. I mean, but but to go to a, a pitcher who we were arguing shouldn't even be on the roster, though. Well, I I, I, I don't have a problem there, with that. There's a debate whether or not Flaherty should have been on the roster, but you want him to go to him early to get you out of trouble? No, I, I think you're seeing that a pitcher doesn't have it. Go to somebody. He said he'd rather see Flaherty because he's your long man. Well, that's why I asked him who. I'm not going with Flaherty. I'm just, I mean, I'm sorry. I know people are criticizing. I don't know. They're up 2 nothing. The second, in- so- the second inning, he gave up five runs. He gets yanked in the second inning. I mean, I, how much earlier are you talking about a batter? Like, yeah, it's, 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 it's not little, like it's a little unfair. And to say you, you, he let him go down, and I, I agree with that. It was, it, it's not like they they put together a string of hits. It was a grand slam home run <laughs> that put four runs on the board real quickly. Let's go to Cody in Cockeysville. What's up, Cody? going on gentlemen what a rough uh, rough weekend for sports in baltimore but uh so far uh i have faith we can come back but i will say that overall we don't make it past uh this series regular season success but overall i can't see it as a success because uh you number one seed man you know what i mean and and uh, it's a special team I, the only thing i want to add is that uh we're arguing about who to put in as a long man maybe jack flaherty or this goes back to that they failed at the trade deadline. Thanks, guys. Uh, hey, you know what? I said it all along. Bullpen, boy. Everybody's screaming starters. You you win in the postseason with a bullpen. That's who wins and loses for you in the postseason. I don't know if they'll ever tell us, but, like, my assumption and some of the things that I heard, like, the guys you were trying to trade for and what teams were asking for was so too ridiculous. Much. Yeah. Are you going to move Jackson Holiday to go no. get a, a front-line starter? Yeah. Are you going to move yeah. – you know, any one of your young rectal. And, and, <laughs> and that's the, the, Jeremy, I'm glad you said that because we know what didn't happen, but we don't know why it didn't happen. That, and that's the key. Is it, We can look at the results, 
But what were we willing to give up for that? And and my, I'm not willing to give up, but just for one season. My bunny, uh, my buddy, his name's Bob Short. He's in the know. And Bob Short told me a couple of times. Do you know Bob Short? Rob Long? But Bob Short, Joe, Bob Short told me that they were Short, just your asking, bunny? <laughs> my bunny? You have a bunny named Bob Short? My, my, <laughs> I can't believe I get paid to talk. I can't even speak for a living. <laughs> my bunny. Hey, buddy. Breaking his new fall hoodie collection. Yeah, I've worn this a couple times. I know. I like my blue. Brings out your eyes. Thank you. What did Bob Short tell you, Jeremy? Bob Short told me that they were asking for the sun and the stars when they called the Orioles. They wanted everything. That's what Bob Short told me. Everything. 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 Man. That's what somebody told me, too. Damn. Bob and Timonia, what's up, Bob? Hey, how are you all doing this morning? Doing well. How are you, man? I'm doing good. Hey, listen, uh, the biggest success, I think, this year for the Orioles isn't just their record. I mean, everybody knows that about that. How about these young players, man? It's unbelievable, the players they just keep bringing up. And, and these guys are not intimidated. You know, they just, once they adapt to it a little bit, I mean, it's been a blessing, I'm telling you. That's the most successful part, I think, uh, of the Orioles this year. Hey, Bob, you going to cry? You sound like you're going to cry, Bob. You all right? okay. No, no, I'm all right. I'm all right. Just trying to catch my breath here this morning. That's all. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, but, can I? That's some business to take care of right here, you know. And uh... <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> hey, I, I might cry, too. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Oh, my gosh. Let's go to Bill in Southwest Baltimore. What's up, Bill? Thanks, morning, fellas. Good morning, um, morning. I, but I don't understand. I mean, I know we had the number one seed, and we, you know, had all the time in between before we played the game. But I mean, you know, we we played them two two games here at the same time, and we get in there and, and we get what three night games or two night games or whatever lines up. I mean, didn't that put us in some some kind of a disadvantage? How does that put us at a disadvantage? I mean, I don't know. It, it, it's like we played them during the day, and, and then we we wind up getting. We play them at night down there. I mean, I I, I, I know that, but I'm I'm just asking, how is that an advantage or disadvantage? Well, you figure people, you know, they work and then they they can be there for the game. I mean, I don't know. We were on the weekend. Yeah, 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 weekend games, and and we sold out here, so it didn't it didn't it wasn't a disadvantage. Saturday and Sunday early. I don't I don't understand how it's an advantage or disadvantage. I'm not I'm not yeah not getting that. Call back when you have less time. <laughs> Malcolm and Owens Mills. What's up, Malcolm? Good morning, gentlemen. How y'all feeling this morning? Doing well. How are you, Malcolm? Good, good. Malcolm, you First sound like a teacher. Are you a teacher, Malcolm? <laughs> no, sir. I'm a trucker, my man. Okay, I'm so a trucker. You, you sound like a teacher, like you're about to address a class. But go ahead. You got my <laughs> attention. You got my attention. All right. Well, first of all, I'm going to start saying, well, I was born in 62. My father was a... He was a real huge Oreo fan. He used to take me to Memorial Park. And he passed away in the 90s. But since then, I've been, I've been checking out the Oreos. But it's been, it's been like from afar. But since, since they've been coming around, man, they got me engaged. And I just want to say, win, lose, or draw, this absolutely has been a, a huge successful season. 
coming from where we come came from, it's been a huge, huge success. I, I think he nailed it. Like it, it's exactly that. I mean, I think people have a hard time understanding that because you're in the moment and you have expectations when you get there. Like think about. We were all saying, oh, my God, we just want to win the division. It's going to take 100 games to win the division. Yep. And then they get there, and then it's like, well, now you got to do this. Now you got to and, – and those are all the benchmarks and the, the, you know, the, thing, the goals you set at the beginning of the year that you want to reach. But winning 101 games is absolutely a successful season. One team goes home with a World Series win. That's it. Ed, would you say that this is probably one of the most identifiable Orioles teams in quite some time? Yeah. Absolutely. You can identify with these guys, man. Sure. These guys are different. They're engaged. The reason why that last call is back because they're engaging. They're fun to watch. Yeah, you can identify with them. Not saying you could do what they do. You just identify with these guys. No. They're different breed. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven. That's the number. Ed Norris. Listen, there's a wide receiver in the NFL, one of the tops of the game. Word is he's unhappy in his current situation. We'll talk about that at 7.15. But on the other side, Ed Norris, you got a shovel for us? Yeah. The 2028 L.A. Olympic Committee. They're trying to just, you know. Yeah, let's get it going. <laughs> Coming out of retirement, baby. Here we go. Flag football. I can't tell you. It's the <laughs> yes! dumbest idea ever. Yes, it's finally <laughs> We're giving our shovels up I'm next back! on the fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 